Hello and welcome to the Polygon Show. Back again. I'm Simone de Rochefort, and I'm joined today by Allegra Frank. Simone birthday de Rochefort. Simone birthday de Rochefort. It's your birthday. Happy Simone anniversaire. <laughs> if you God. will. Chelsea Stark. Hi. And Ashley O. Hello. So it, it has been A, forever since we've all been together, and B, Chelsea and I have had some time to think about something um, important, I think, that's affected a lot of people, and it is the fact that our voices sound exactly the same. Exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming clean. So a few weeks ago, uh, when Pat was in Maine, I edited one of the episodes, and I have to confess that when I was listening to it, I had trouble sometimes telling myself and Chelsea apart. And I didn't, it's confusing for me. I and, and when I listened to the episode when I was abroad and you guys were all recording with Pat, and I was like, wait, I'm not there. <laughs> what? <laughs> and also all That's three so of the weird. members of my immediate family have had trouble no i feel like apart. simone has a lot of intonations like, i don't there's know there's a I, lot more but you know we weren't up and down going on we're in chelsea is just like static yeah it's <laughs> true no emotion, Very, I have no emotion so it's kind <laughs> of do i so weird how when chelsea's talking there's just like plain static noises weird. throughout the podcast i mean but uh, yeah all three of my immediate family members have listened to the podcast and all said Huh, you sound a lot like Simone. Like, I was so offended initially, and now I'm like, this is just my life. <laughs> Why this are is you just offended? our lives. The people like couldn't tell the difference between us because we sound so different to me. I was like, yeah, I, I, I don't get that at all. Use I, your ears. I lurk on a, like a, the column of people just mentioning the Polygon show, and I saw someone that called me a vocal chameleon. <gasps> Because they were like, I thought Chelsea didn't talk this whole time, but it turns out it was uh, that I've been talking. Oh, my God. I did see someone on Twitter say, like, the only person they could recognize was me because my voice was distinctly low. And I distinctly, low. distinctly deep. And well, I don't know how I feel about that. using your gruff home voice. Yeah. <laughs> I feel this so comfortable here. It's just my gruff home voice all the time. It's not the baby Allegra voice. I'm Allegra. Yeah, I was going to say, God forbid, but thank you, Simone. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> so Ashley and Allegra have been at Tokyo Game Show and in Tokyo in general, having fun in Japan. Um, Chelsea, you were in California. God, we've been all over the place. We were all this last so month. far apart. I don't even know. Yeah. Well, shall we get into some what we're playing? Yeah. Cool. Chelsea, tell me what you're playing. My God, why did you start with me? I've been playing nothing. I've, I went to California. <laughs> because I was saying that as I looked down at the list of what people were playing, and then I saw zero, and I, but it was already coming out of my mouth. <laughs> so uh, let's just say I wanted to publicly shame you. <laughs> it's fine. I went to I went to a beautiful wedding and played Drink All the Moscow Mules. Wow. <laughs> did you I win? Love that game. I, I did really well. I got a high score. Ashley and I played that game, too, in Japan. <laughs> um, oh, God. Yeah. So... Uh, how about we talk about what Allegra is playing? Yeah, let's do that instead. Uh, yeah, I played enough games for all y'all. Uh, so yeah, Ashley and I were at TGS. It was my first TGS, Yay. which was really fun. Um, so I played a ton of games. Like I even had time to play games, like just for fun, like in my hotel room. Uh, I was just in a super gamey games mode. For fun, yeah. Hold up, you, which I've never done before. That's so weird. What what was compelled you to do that? I don't know. I think it's because TV in Japan is really bad. How dare you? First, <laughs> no. Of there all. was that uh, one channel. I think it's like Pet Vision. <gasps> What? No, remember we were watching that in the hotel room and it was basically just oh, like yeah. they just kept showing different cats and then they put on a weatherman who was just like showing the weather. I was like, oh, I guess it just switched to weather now. But then I, I watched for longer and then they cut to different footage of different cats watching that weatherman <laughs> and then like pawing at the screen and they just cycled through these cats for like... 10 minutes and I recorded it on my phone because I was like, this is the best channel I've ever seen. I would watch that. Oh my God. I do remember the weather channels being really funny. And also I watched this really good show that was like supposed to teach you English. And it was like these extremely high level academic essays that they were reading to teach like non-English speakers English. It was very weird. Um, but anyway, so because Japanese TV is bad, I had a lot of free time to play games. Um, so at TGS, I got to play Monster Hunter World, which I know you 
you played, Chelsea. Yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, it was it's so it's the first time I've ever played Monster Hunter. It was just like a new uh, quest or whatever. It was fine. Uh, I liked it, I guess. Were you not bitten um, with the Monster Hunter bug? That I don't think I was. People? I think it like you had hyped it up so much for oh, me. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so I was like, okay, this is gonna be awesome, and it was fun. I just didn't really. Well, what is know the what proper way to get into Monster Hunter, Chelsea? Yeah, what's the appropriate route? The, the conversion that people should go through. Well, I don't know. I mean, like, the, I didn't like the game originally, and I think Worlds was really fun for at least the demo, and now I'm going to go to Japan to play 10 hours of it, so that's going to be Rude. My, my away assignment. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I will, like, have a... But my... Uh, my impression was that you, if you like character action games, you'll like it. So it was a lot, because what kind of weapon did you pick? Do you remember? Uh, someone picked the weapon for me, because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, and I'm bad at games. And they were like, this is the weapon for people who are bad at games. Okay. Well, let's um, talk about a game that you did enjoy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I actually played a lot of games that I liked. Uh, I got to play Dragon Ball Fighters again, which was the same build from Gamescom, but like that game is so rad. And my favorite game, though, that I played that was not at TGS is the one that I played in my hotel room for fun, which is called Butterfly Soup. Uh, it's this free visual novel. Actually, it's Name Your Own Price, so you guys should totally pay for it because if you pay for it, you get a really cool art book, and the art is amazing. Um, so it's this visual novel about these four queer Asian-American girls who are sort of discovering their sexuality through, like, their friendship, which is built both through, like, aim, basically, like, online messaging, and then also baseball. So they're all on this, like, accidentally all-girl baseball team. Like, it's not intentionally supposed to be an all-girl baseball team. It's just that there are no guys on the team for some reason. Uh, so it's just kind of, like, bonding in this all-female experience, and then also, like, throwing in all these really funny millennial references from our generation that I super appreciate, like Super Smash Brothers and High School Musical. And it's just like really funny. It's just super, super funny and relatable. And then also really sweet because it's about like burgeoning romance. Mm -hmm. And it's like Asian American girls, which I feel like I've never played a game starring all like minorities. Mm -hmm. um, so it was just like super affecting and I was just like insanely in love with it. And so this much. was linked to us by by Vron uh, on Twitter, who we love. Hi, Vron. Uh, and it's I am so mad that I didn't get a chance to play it yet and instead played Outlast 2, which has left me shaken to my core and hating my life because this butterfly soup sounds literally like my middle school experience mm -hmm. minus being Asian American. But were you but, on a baseball team? Okay, minus the baseball also. <laughs> the experience of like ending up in a group of all queer friends and like realizing that simultaneously, which is probably more likely than non-queer people would think. It just it's just not something that happens. Some weird sixth sense if we gravitate towards each other. But that that happened to me and my friend group in middle school. It's like, how the frick did this did we all just kind of find each other before we even knew that we were queer? And uh now here we are. And that's kind of been a, the pattern of friendships throughout my life. But I love that this game explores that and I really can't wait to play it and I hope it will make me feel good which Outlast 2 did not <laughs> <laughs> we heard you playing Outlast 2 today. I literally feel like someone has taken a bulldozer to my stomach and just playing Outlast out my two? guts because Jeff and I and I think I can say this now Jeff and I are debuting a new series oh right or at least right. Uh, yeah where we will be playing scary games and it's called it's it doesn't we'll say it doesn't have a title yet because you know we, we still have to pilot it and put it up and see how people respond to it but the idea is that we'll be playing scary games because my faces are very dramatic and as we learned today my screams and Jeff <laughs> screams he's a very loud person echo throughout the office I can hear Jeff more than I can hear you honestly I'm really glad that's probably because I was like curled up uh, curled in on myself and also like trying to touch my heart rate monitor and make sure it was still in place <laughs> Jeff is a very loud boy and that's how we got in trouble we yelled too much we got in trouble and now we're only allowed to play in the evenings really yes oh my god <laughs> you're not in trouble I just thought we would be nicer to the people who work around us I mean that's fair I wouldn't say that we're not in trouble since I'm pretty sure the yeah. people that were mad at us today uh, have been mad at 
Ashley and I when we played Overwatch. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, you and Jeff would probably be, I don't know how it could possibly be worse than you and me playing Overwatch, but it is, I think. Pro- I wasn't Jeff there for it. It was extremely loud. It was, I mean, I love you guys. I love you. I I, love I, you. I don't love anything anymore. I, I, I think we should really soundproof her, Dan. Yeah. That would be really Just nice. Big pillows everywhere. <laughs> So, yeah, Butterfly Soup, Outlast 2, two very different games. Uh, play Butterfly Soup. Don't play Outlast 2 ever. It sucks. I played so much Cuphead, and it comes out Friday the 29th, Friday, September 29th. It's the day after my birthday. Um, and I can talk about the first world in Cuphead, which Pat and I streamed yesterday. It's so good, you guys. We played it at that Microsoft event, and we were like, oh, this is great. I can't wait to play this for hours and hours. And then we finally got our advanced copy. And we're like, okay, let's just sit down and like practice. And every single time we sit down to ju- like try it out or stream or whatever, it turns into like one more round, one more round, one more round. Well, let's oh, go to that boss fight and see what that looks like. I want to see what that. Okay, well, we'll try it just once. Okay, we die. We'll try that again. And <laughs> somebody uh, pointed out in our stream. I love hearing them say, "I'm going to try one more time," and seeing that there are 20 minutes left in the video, which is extremely accurate of our Cuphead experience. Um, I, I'm really excited to see what Chris Plant, who's reviewing it, has to say about it. Because we are playing in co-op mode, which is a ton of fun. Because you get to help your friends and bring them back to life and you know, experience all that uh, <laughs> frustration and the, the highs and lows of Cuphead together. I don't know that I would enjoy it as much if I were playing it alone. And Chris is yeah. all alone. All alone. I played it awesome. at Gamescom by myself. And you were frustrated by it, right? Yes. And I was telling, I think, Chelsea, like, I only had 30 minutes to play it, and I was so angry. Like, I did not finish yeah. the first level or whatever. You scared the piss out of me, because I was like, oh, yeah. man, I love the art of this game, but Allegra didn't like the gameplay, and I'm afraid. Yeah. Uh, like, I didn't really love the gameplay, and I just found it so freaking hard. And I was like, okay, like, I was doing the same thing. I was like, one more time, one more time, one more time. So I think that's actually, like, a you know, a good thing. It like, gets, I yeah. wanted to keep going. So I was saying to Chelsea, like, if I had two hours to play that first level, like, one, maybe I would have beaten the first level. But also, I think I would have, like, kept going. Like, I think I would have mm-hmm. actually really enjoyed playing it repeatedly for two hours. And playing in an event is, like, way more stressful, I think, sometimes because yeah. people are watching. Although everyone and- in that room was also, like, dying. No one finished <laughs> it. At that's all. good. Another, I think, great thing about it is that because you, after you die, you can just go back out to the overworld and go find another thing to do. That is super duper appealing because, I mean, we, we got our asses handed to us by this fucking flower over and over again. And then we've, we're finally just like, OK, let's go beat another boss that we've already beaten that we know we can beat and feel good about ourselves again. And then that guy killed us, too. But <laughs> <laughs> I really like it so far. I'm really, really loving it. I hope it stays good all the way through. Ashley, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been well, since I got back. And have been up really strange hours. Um, I think because we went to Akihabara and we saw all these like old Japanese games and just perfectly preserved condition, uh, I decided to replay Final Fantasy VII. Nice. Because hmm. why not? I think I bought it on sale, honestly, on the <laughs> PS Store before I left. Um, and so that's been pretty interesting, going back to this game that I feel like everyone... At least in in my time, everyone has been like, this is the best Final Fantasy. Um, it's not. <laughs> Sorry, it's just not. I, I do like it, though. Like, I'm having a good time, which is why I, like, keep playing it at every free moment I have. But um, it's... Are you playing it on PS4? <sighs> yeah, I, I am. I think, like, there are just some things that, like, aren't its fault. It's just the, the aging, right? So, like... Using the analog stick on this is a bit tricky because Oof. it was never designed with the analog stick. And so, like, the maps and stuff, like, sometimes it's just not clear where to go or, like, the controls are very finicky and you're just like, why am I spending 15 minutes trying to get out of here when I just want to I just want to leave? <laughs> uh, I But honestly, though, it is very nice. I like, the music is super soothing to just listen to again. Um, that's what I've been playing post Japan. Uh, Is that like your other hundred hour RPG? Oh yeah. Honestly, I, I really, I said this to Allegra 
I wanted to start a new game plus plus in yeah. Persona now. Oh my god! Because Wait, I just did you beat new game plus. No, but I'm like towards the end, and like I just want to date someone else this time. So <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess I have to start another hundred hours if I want to date someone else. Oh. Who did you date this time? I forgot. Uh, Hifumi, the <sighs> shogi player. What a good choice. Dude, her fucking confident rank is the best. Yeah, very useful for combat. Her skills are really good. Um, Yes, so I had intense Persona 5 nostalgia when I was there because I saw the Shibuya station and like the green car where the politician guys speak. Everything is there and I yelled. Oh yeah, it was so cute because we were staying in Shibuya and like whenever (sighs) we'd walk somewhere, Ashley would be like, I know this, it's from Persona. This is from Persona, just like the game, (laughs) which it's based off of a real place. And Ashley was like, I want to complete my Persona map. I have to go to all these places for my Persona. Oh my God. I like you're giving me a lot of feelings. That's, that sounds amazing. It that's what I wanted to do. I bought a Morgana shirt because I'm stupid and was like, no, you- well, I'll, I won't find this anywhere else. I'll just pay thirty two dollars for it. Chelsea, are you gonna get to go to Tokyo when you go to Japan? No, we're going. I'm going to Osaka. Oh, Osaka's fun though. I want to yeah. Persona Land. Uh, but <laughs> I yeah, bought I've got things. I bought too many things. Uh, anyway, the the one of the good games I played at. TGS though uh, with Allegra what is this game called Necrobarista? It was which, so cool. Uh, I really wanted to ask you about this because yeah, the name alone the name is, is great. Fantastic. That's what got us to play. We, yeah. we walked by and we're like Necrobarista. That sounds like our aesthetic. Yeah, it's amazing. It's a it's a really nice. Uh, I guess it's just like an interactive, like a visual novel kind of thing. Know. Um, and it's very unlike other uh, visual novels or. Uh, interactive things I've mm-hmm. seen before. Uh, it's not quite like a game, but like you just, I mean, you click through to have this story. And basically I think the story is there's this like cafe and um, like at night for like a set amount of time, like you can like bring back people from the dead and they come in and all this like crazy stuff happens. And um, the way that they do it was super nice. Cause you know, when you click through, it's not just like text popping up in these bubbles. Like they're very dynamic. Like they play with typography a lot and they play with depth a lot. And like the text kind of like, it doesn't always totally animate, but it, it it's like in a very interesting way where like it's playing with kind of the scene as it's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and they it has really good music um, and everything about like the style I think is very just unlike anything I've seen and we talked to someone who was you know the lead designer and I think he mentioned that he was inspired by uh, his team was inspired by these animes that I was not familiar with either of them but uh, <laughs> I still appreciate that and there was definitely that aspect and um, do you remember which ones? Oh I no, I do not. Is that so? Was that game in English or was it in Japanese? Yeah, it was in English. Thank God. I think there were a couple other ones that <laughs> were like. Imagine a visual novel would be less enjoyable as a non-Japanese yeah. speaker. Though, even if it like wasn't actually in Japanese, even if that it wasn't was so in Japanese, yeah, it was just so wonderful to look at and so beautiful and just. I had no idea someone could even make that kind of game. A visual visual novel. Visual visual novel. Um, so that was good. I mean. Obviously, there were other games that I played in Japanese where, like, it was like, sure, this is this is good. <laughs> I don't know if this dialogue's important. Oh, next to uh, a game that Allegra was playing, which she will talk about, uh, was Masquerada, which made me think of you because you like that game. I have to play that damn game. And I was like, this is the game that Simone made that cool video about and she likes very much. And I was like, cool. I'm going to play it. There's no English whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> and so it just kept going on. And I think it was like the tutorial. And then a bunch of guys just came at me and I was like, oh, oh. and they're like, blah, 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 blah. Oh, OK. And I just pressed like every button I could. Whoop-dee-doo. I couldn't get away. And I was no, and the combat in that game is kind of com- complex. Yeah, it, complicated. it's very complicated. Yeah. And I think it was trying to explain this to me. And then I, I think in the middle of it. In the middle of the battle, I just put down the controller. Yeah. I looked at Allegra. I was like, let's just walk away. Just walk away. I can't do this anymore. Just run. That, that game's out. And it, it's in English originally. So 
Tokyo Game Show. Probably not the best place. <laughs> no, to play. it wasn't. I was so excited. I just remember looking over at you. You were I'm just sorry. like so confused and then just sulked off. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, and then I just was oh like, please god. put it down before they come. I want you office. to play Cuphead, but maybe not on this particular day while the office is already um, mad, yelled out. Real, I'll just say. Uh, I do want to play it. That's a game I, I think, think I've been looking forward it. to. Since. I, I just want to hear the noises that you're going to make. I, oh. I think I can. I can imagine that. I, I can hear can. them in my head. Yeah, the furious grunting, <laughs> extended closed mouth wail. <laughs> uh. Let's just laugh, Mike Ashley, up and and make a soundtrack. <sighs> Don't do that. It's going to be the same noise that I make when I scream into my cat's stomach. That's mm. poor Crunchwrap. Do we want to talk about some news? Let's talk about some news because I have something really important also happened at Tokyo Game Show. And I promised to get this story out of Allegra. You got married. I did. I did <laughs> and I hate you yeah. now. I hate you. Because let me tell you, a real life freaking visual novel where mm-hmm. I get to marry fake people is my dream, Allegra. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so <laughs> I got married. Uh, it was very unexpected. Um, sorry that you guys could not come. Uh, <laughs> so at TGS, there's this area called the Romance Games area. And it's just like, yeah, you would have died, girl. <laughs> so basically, it's just promoting all the romance games. And it's like a pretty sizable area. But the thing that's really cool is like they have these, you know, experiences, like these interactive experiences to actually like try them out. It's actually a really bad promotional tactic because I do not know what almost any of those games were. <laughs> but um, so the first one, it's basically like kind of like you walk linearly, um, linearly like down the row of like the different interactive things. And it kind of makes sense in order of like, OK, first you get made up and then you get seduced and then you get married. So the first mm. one was this giant lavish carousel and they promised to do my makeup and then I'd get like freaking complimented by a cute boy and they take my picture but that one was kind of a ripoff because they like did not even put enough makeup on me that it made a difference and also the girl who took like a before <laughs> they did and not after, make you look good they yeah, couldn't the girl who took a before and after i actually i don't wish i still have these pictures but i looked at them afterwards and they were so bad no. like my eyes were like half open and like fluttering in different directions it's like good lord i'm so <laughs> So ugly. It was very sad. Wait, um, was this the before or the after? Both. Girl, no. Both. I was like, I thought I was supposed to come out of this feeling good about myself. I literally was like, wow, I guess I'm disgustingly ugly, so thank you. But it proved to you that uh, boys will love you anyway. Apparently, yeah. So my boy Akira, like, who could barely speak English, just walked me around in a circle and was like, you're so, so cute. You're so cute. Wow. So cute. Did you get to ride the carousel? There was, okay, there's no actual carousel. Fuck that. Exactly. It was just like a makeup booth, and then you could take a picture. And then Akira and I just like vogued for the camera for a little bit. Moving uh, on. <laughs> so after that was the one that you would have died during. That was so good. And I literally was like, oh my. And I felt so many feelings in so many parts of my body that was very, Yay. very unexpected. Yay. Uh, <laughs> so it was for this game called Samurai Love Ballad. So basically, it's like a samurai's like quarters, like his private quarters. Like there's actually a tatami mat. You have to take off your shoes, and then you have to like choose one of a bunch of objects that are lying on the ground, and then like he'll basically seduce you with it. And I didn't realize that I'd be doing any of that, so I had like really holy socks, and I felt really oh, bad. No. Like my socks <laughs> just had huge holes in them, and I was like, "This is a really like." Not great beginning you, to our relationship. Don't you take off your so- shoes a lot in Japan, though? Like, uh, no, I didn't really take my shoes off that much. Oh, okay, but it, like this was the one day I wore my like whole filled socks. But anyway, uh, and then I get on the tatami mat, and he's like, blah blah blah, Japanese. And I'm like, my dude, I don't, I don't do this. I don't speak Japanese. And he's like, oh god, <laughs> no Deutsch. Oh god, yeah. He's like, we'll make it work. Uh, so then like there's a bunch of objects on the ground and there was like a sword and a fan and all these other things and I was like yo I want the sword and he was like no 
And I was like, okay, what about the fan? He's like, no. I'm like, I don't understand the premise. Why can't I choose the things I want? So I chose a robe and then he put it on me and yeah. literally like grabbed me and forced uh. me like centimeters from his face. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And like my heart was racing and my face was like super red. And then he's just like, I love you. I was like, okay, this went from zero to 100 so quick, but okay, I'm into it. This is why you have to come to sleep no more with me. Yeah, I think I need to. That's what sleep no more is like. I literally was like sweating and hot, and I was like, I don't don't know what's going on. Oh, really? I didn't know that you had a good time. I didn't know that I had a good time. When you told me about it, you were like, he yelled at me, then he put a robe on me and told me he loved me. And I was like, wow. (laughs) Sounds like one of my better days. And then the next day, Ashley, I woke up in a frantic sweat and I was like, maybe I felt differently about this. I woke up soaked to the bone and I was like, you know what? Samurai Love Ballad left an indelible impression. He just yelled at you and you had no idea what he was saying. I have actual serious feelings about this and I think it's really cool because like we all know that in real life, if a date went that way, like it would be super uncomfortable and mm-hmm. it would be like, oh my God, what the, you're, you're, get away from me, you creepo. But in the context of this like s- fictional encounter with boundaries that you are experiencing as a real person, like I love that. That is my shit. Like put a robe on me, grab me, move me around, do what you want with me. I love having those boundaries and mm-hmm. that, ugh, that's so cool. Like, to be able to experience a situation like that that you wouldn't want to experience in reality or that you probably often wouldn't experience in reality. Because, mm-hmm. like, who does that? Yes, intimacy with a man is something <laughs> I never experienced in reality. It was nice to have that experience. <laughs> I almost headbutted my mug off the table. <laughs> I was trying to find a good place to laugh. Having a man mic. tell me he loves me. Never would experience that in real life. Okay, um, what about the what about the final area? Okay, yes, the yes. marriage. Tell so after marriage. I was seduced by a man, I went to be married to someone else entirely. Uh, and this was clearly like the most popular attraction. Again, I have no idea what game this was. But there was an insanely long line. I had to go back twice. And I literally waited an hour in line, all like all told, just to get married to this dude. Um, so basically, it was like really short. So there's this European guy who actually is a professional like model who marries people for like games. Hook me I guess, up, girl. Like that's literally his job. <laughs> like apparently, he shows up on TV and like marries people for fun. What? I don't know. How is that a job? I don't know. Japan is the best. Um, and How much so, does he charge? Sorry, I'll let you tell your story. (laughs) Uh, So he'll like walk you down the aisle and then he hands you like a veil and he puts it on you and then he has like this huge ring that says like TGS. Uh, And then he literally, (laughs) he literally, the best part is that there's a marriage certificate that's so big. It's like a huge poster and he stamps it and like signs his name. And then he like literally is like, well, we're married now and like gives you the marriage certificate and you're on your way. That part was rad. Like that authenticity, man. And there's like a little red carpet. So you're actually walking down this aisle. Oh, my God. Um, it was amazing. And so since I was in line for so long, I was watching all these other people get married. I think I was telling you, actually, so there, was, there were two people in front of me. And one of them was so into it. She was like looking up at the sky, like eyes fluttering, like mouth slight, lips slightly parted. Oh, again, that would be lust. me. That's me. You're and was like me. touching him and like rubbing his hand, like oh, she was so God. into it. And then the woman after was like, I think maybe her coworkers just dared her to do it or something because she had no affect, could not even look at him, did not smile. I was like, Why are you doing this? You don't even want to get married. Um, so then I went up and the guy was like, Oh, thank God, finally someone who speaks English, one of my people, a real woman. Wow, <laughs> was like, well, not cool. That's I don't hilarious. know about the politics of this. But we were super flirty and cute, and I love him, and I miss him every day. Well, once again, give me his number. Did you get to keep the certificate? I still have the certificate. Oh, I will hold on to it every yeah. every day. Uh, cherish what it was always. his name? I never found oh, okay. his name. All right. So that's not great. Wait, is it written on the certificate? Is it just a blob? It's like in Japanese. Oh. So I have no idea what his name is. I'll have to go back. To Too bad that... 
nobody in this country speaks or writes Japanese. I know. Reverse image Google search <laughs> online. <laughs> Find him. Just put, you can drag and drop. Drag and drop my physical poster into it, Google. It, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> so yes, the TLDR of this extremely long story is I got married to a very beautiful man. And I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. I want more experiences like that. It was really fun. <sighs> Someday I'll make you I'll buy you a ticket to sleep no more. I'll gotta go, man. Me. You probably won't get married there. You'll probably just be confused and scared. <laughs> Maybe kind of wet and bloody. Um it's a fun time. <laughs> Any other wrap up from Tokyo Game Show from y'all? Um Let's see. Oh, I got to see two mascots hugging it out. What? I I have this video that I took that, uh, I don't know, it was just for either a a game or like a a, a cell phone company. I don't know what it was. But like uh, you have this woman, I guess a PR woman, and there's this these two humongous mascots, one big bunny and one big like little chick. Big little chick, right? And then you have this woman, like in between them, she's saying in Japanese, and she's just like gesturing. She's like, "Come on, closer, closer!" And they're just like trying because they're so large, and they keep kind of like bumping into each other. She's like, "Come on, get closer!" And then they get closer together, and then they try so hard to wave their stubby little arms, like, "Hello." Hello. And then, <laughs> actually, in the video I took, you can hear Allegra, who was next to me at some point in the middle. She just says, this woman's doing the Lord's work for us. <laughs> and then, like, they keep going together, and then they wave. And then, like, my video cuts out. But, like, in the last second, you can just hear <laughs> Allegra going, Arigato. <laughs> <laughs> It's such a good video. And then we played a drum game and then got sweaty. The taiko drum game. Oh, yeah, that Which game was I was really bad at. Uh, the Japanese woman, as politely as she could, laughed at me, but I knew she was like, you fucking dumbass. Because I was like, what are the controls? And I picked like a really high difficulty song. It was a Miku. So I was like, oh, Miku. Yeah. I know that. And then I picked it. And, I, and then immediately I was like, I don't, how do I... And I just put the drumsticks down and I looked at her. I was like, how do I restart? I don't. She's like, oh, less difficulty? I was like, yes, less difficulty, please. You fool. And I chose the easiest song, the easiest song where it's like, wah, wah, wah. And then by the end of that, I turned to Allegra. I am covered in sweat. Covered. And Allegra, too, covered yeah. in sweat. And we were both just like, it's so hot. <laughs> I don't know why we sweat so much. And we were just, it was a fucking drum game. Basically, the summary of TGS for us was constant sweating and accidental rudeness. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It was great. Highly recommended. Speaking of accidents, I had an accident this week. What? Which somebody put in the news oh, yeah, section of the notes. <laughs> like, wants me to talk news. about my accident. <laughs> it is big news. So I was, as you do, it was very late at night, and I was looking up shelter dogs. So one, one, I really want to meet a borzoi. So I was like checking every shelter website, being like, are there any borzois to be fostered or rescued in the New York area? No, there are a ton of sites that are like, you can only adopt these dogs if you live in California. Like, you're rescuing them. I can come get them like it's okay anyway I can't have a dog because my apartment is small I work most of the day and sometimes I like to go out after work so a dog would be sad if it lived with me but I'm still browsing dogs I love pit bulls they're cute I've seen an adorable dog named Ruthie like that Mm. dog crooked like standing up ears like kind of a crooked face just in general so cute looks slobby and nice and I love this dog and you know, those dogs have such a hard time. And so I'm going through, like, looking at the adoption guidelines because I'm like, well, I, I mean, I'd like to know, like, what the process is. And I see this link that, for all intents and purposes, makes me believe that I am about to take a quiz to find out what dog on the website would match with my personality. I'm like, <laughs> I would love to find out if Ruthie and I would be a match. That would be cool to know about. I, I'm so glad. And so I click it. I'm like, the, okay, I'll fill in my name and my address, my phone number, and what dog are you interested in? Ruthie, I'd love to know about Ruthie. 
more about Ruthie. Tell me about her personality. I'm filling out all these questions like how many hours a day do you work? What, what, how much money are you willing to spend on a dog a year? Blah, blah, blah. All these great questions. Um, I sign terms and conditions, whatever. I press submit to find out the results of my quiz. <laughs> and the website says, congratulations. Thank you for submitting your adoption application. <laughs> I just my like my my heart stopped. Like I had this momentary like utter panic throughout my entire body like what have I done? What have I done? Of course, it's more difficult than that to adopt a dog. Like you can't just be like dog please and have one sent to your house. So like the mo- the panic passed and I was like okay. So what I have done actually is created a scenario where I need to talk to a shelter on the phone or through email and tell them that I thought I was filling out a personality (laughs) quiz and I did not actually want to rescue a sweet, beautiful dog and give it a forever home. I was just dicking around on your website. (laughs) Asshole. So, (laughs) Ruthie. Ruthie. The bright side of this story is that uh, when they they did not call me, thank God, because I was not ready I mean, I had an excuse ready, but, like, I was not looking forward to that phone call. They did email me. I replied to the email um, saying that I am not financially able to adopt a dog right now, which is true. Very true. Um, And then I signed up to volunteer at the animal shelter. So I will do an orientation on Tuesday. And then I'm going to start volunteering with animals. And I'm excited. And then maybe I won't need to fucking... (laughs) Look at dogs on the internet late Simone, at night. Just use Quizilla like the rest of us. <laughs> Quizilla. Don't go on adoption agency websites for personal. I want to see real dogs that I can have right now, Allegra. I'll make you a sporkle. Oh my god! Please, but no, that's a knowledge quiz, Chelsea. That's on a personality test. You can just tell me all the boys' away features and like. Oh, long make... nose, small brain. <laughs> I can't get over Quizilla. Like, like, just can't. The idea that you're on an adoption agency website, you're like, I want to do a personality quiz real quick. I thought it was a cool feature, and I'd never seen an adoption agency do that before, okay? Ruthie likes chew toys. I like chew toys. (laughs) The website didn't list a weight for her, so she was an extra large dog that weighed zero pounds. I really hope I get to meet her. Um, when I start volunteering there, uh, I hope that that will go well. An extra, I like that you were like the big one. That's the one that I'm gonna fake adopt. Well, the, she looked older, so like if I adopted a dog, it would have to be like a an older dog so that it wouldn't need as much exercise. Anyway, let's take a moment to talk about GameFly. Are you ready to save money and play more games? Then let me introduce you to our sponsor. Gamefly. Gamefly is the best way to buy and rent all of your favorite games. At Gamefly.com, pick your favorite games and have them mailed directly to your door. Gamefly is the leading video game rental service. They have over 9,000 titles to choose from, which means that game that you want to play, that movie that you're thinking about watching, you can try them out before you buy them. And you can keep the games as long as you want. There are no late fees and you can cancel the service at any time. And like I said, you heard me mention movies earlier. That's because they now offer movie rentals too. So you can get all your favorite game rentals, all your favorite movie rentals from Gamefly. You can go to Gamefly.com slash Polygon Show and start your free premium 30-day trial today. That is Gamefly.com, G-A-M-E-F-L-Y.com slash Polygon Show. The premium trial lets you check out two games or movies at a time. You can only get this offer by visiting Gamefly.com slash Polygon Show. So go sign up, start playing all those awesome games you've been missing out on absolutely free for 30 days. Thanks so much, Gamefly, for sponsoring The Polygon Show. And now let's have some emails from Iz. Long, long listener, first, first email. I keep a tight queue of podcasts, but when this one shows up, I immediately push it to the top. Good show. Thank you. Please, I need to know, what is everyone's favorite polygon? Please. Thank you. Iz's favorite polygon is a pentagon, but that is not off limits. 
Ooh, I think. Oh, uh, I think I like dodecahedrons. Because... I was gonna say dodecahedron hmm. because that's the most fun to say. High five, that's true. metaphorically. Yeah, that's just with our minds. I like hexagons. I was gonna say yeah. hexagons. Yeah. Wow, well, there we go. I like octagons too because they can fit together nicely. You can make also nice you can pattern. fight in them. The octagon. You've ever heard of that? Let's go. No. Is that, that's, a, that's a thing. Yes. Thank God. Okay, I have to look at Pat, who's a resident wrestling expert, and everyone here looks crazy. Like, no, I was, I was like, going to invite you to go battle in the octagon. I, I, you guys sounded like you didn't know what an octagon was. Anyway, hexagons are oh great. Oh my God, Pat's reaction was so good. Hexagons are great. They're present in nature a lot. Oh. Hmm. They're very nice. This next question is from Rachel. Dear Polly Pals, I'm a librarian who loves video games, and when I started at my new library, I was delighted to see we had gaming consoles, Xbox One, PS4, Wii, and we just got PSVR, and games for kids, but mainly teens, to play for library programs. Right now, we just do a free play for an hour, but my question is, are there any kind of programs slash games you would suggest for this short period of time? Thanks. Rachel. Ooh. <laughs> Cuphead. <laughs> no. <laughs> God, that, um, I'm gonna have to think about that one. I think Portal would be a good one for teens. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, Job Simulator like for on PSVR. Oh, oh yeah. that's a good one for a library. Yeah, you're learning about jobs. So educational, Job Simulator. Job simulator. <laughs> I love that game. Disclaimer: uh, Job Simulator is not educational, <laughs> but we do endorse it. It does make you throw up if you drink uh, like oil. So I think that you learn something. What? It yeah, makes you me throw up just in general, but go on. No, if you if you're like working in the auto parts uh, section, you're like fixing cars. If you drink any like motor oil or anything, you throw up immediately. So. Oh wait, did that happen to me when I ate that donut from the trash? I think that's what happened. <laughs> and then all those green stuff spewed yeah, over that's the what's printer. Happening. You're throwing up. I think. I think I. See, it ate teaches you to not eat trash. garbage. <laughs> I know, but it, it was still pink. Like, <laughs> I've so never good. learned that lesson, and I refuse to learn that lesson. Mm-hmm. I'd too. rather eat from the garbage and suffer after. This is Simone why Ashley and I have taken some dangerous risks. Oh, before. we have, and we don't regret it. No, even the time the ramen noodle came out my nose, I didn't regret. Oh, it. what? No, what? no, I refuse oh, to go here. <laughs> Actual video game suggestions. <laughs> oh, my stomach hurts. Ew. Um. Ticket to ride. Big, little big overcooked. Oh, all these are maybe not overcooked in a library. People get too I mad. I mean, people would yell, but if it's yeah. just for an hour. But I feel like little overcooked big planet, is easy. Right? Yeah, oh, little, little big planet. Yeah, yeah. Little big planet. that's a good one. Fun game. Shoot, they only have PS4 though, and so they'd have to play Little Big Planet three. When we all know that Little Big Planet two is the best one, but Little Big Planet three is good, and you can um, play it for short amounts of time. Yeah. The levels are pretty short, so that's a good one. Um, I genuinely do recommend Cuphead. Like, it's super, super hard, uh, but the levels are very short. So, I mean, maybe I don't recommend it because you just want to play it over and over again, and then the kids would be angry. But yeah, that's that's a really good question. Wii. We didn't say any Wii games. Like, original Wii? Uh, yeah. hmm. Nintendo Land, which they probably that's have. Tennis? Oh, that is Wii Sports. Shit. Yeah. Hmm. That's an easy one. Uh, Mario Kart, Super Mario Galaxy, Mario mm. Galaxy. God, there is this Pirates of the Caribbean game on the on the original Wii that we got so far in, and it's so freaking hard. And then one of our friends accidentally deleted, uh, like our last. They're saved over, saved over our last save when they were starting a new game. Oh no! And it was the worst thing that's ever happened to me, and I'm remembering it now, and now I'm sad again. I didn't oh. even know there was a Pirates the Caribbean game, much less for the Wii. Was it, it wasn't like based great. on a movie? Oh, yeah. Like one of the new movies. The or Johnny Depp mm. movie? I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure Johnny Depp was in it. That, this was like back in high school, though. This was like God, we have to play it. That sounds really wonderful. No, it does <laughs> No, that's exactly why we should stream it. That Let's sounds... play the Pirates of the Caribbean level from Kingdom Hearts 2. No! That is great. No, that... Oh, <laughs> God, it just got like a visceral memory. Just... Oh! <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna investigate this one later. We're this gonna question, interrogate your feelings about this later. This question is from Hunter. Hey all, here's the question: What's your favorite or a favorite video game sound effect? A recent favorite of mine is the sploosh it makes when you drop from a large height directly into your own color ink in Splatoon. Mm. So satisfying. 
Thanks. Hunter from Seattle, Washington. Yeah! Yeah! That's where I'm from. Um... (laughs) No, Splatoon is immediately what I thought of as I was reading that question. So I'm very angry with you for also mentioning Splatoon because now I feel like I should think of something else. But the Splatoon 2, like, running through ink, diving into ink, and swimming through ink sound effects are so good. And Pat and I spent, like, 10 minutes trying to figure out what, like, Foley effects they did to make those amazing sounds. Uh, But they just sound delightful Mm. to me. I like Mm. those. Those are some of my favorites. Those are very good. Oh, there's... When you hit the cat in, um, you don't hit the cat. When you run into the cat in Road Not Taken, it makes this like that chirping sound that cats make oh, when they're when that. like when they're sleeping and you touch them and they go. Oh, it makes that really? noise. Uh, Wait, what, when you run over a cat, you don't run over. You <laughs> run in, so you interact with things in that game by like running into them and shoving them. So when you shove your cat, it chirps at you and it's Aww. cute. Yeah, it just makes me think of my kind of favorite sound effects slash voice line which is Morgana when she he gets hyped for treasure and goes <laughs> yeah <laughs> anything Morgana does is good mm-hmm. relatable um, I have to say the sound you hear when you gain a light level in Destiny is so good it just feels so satisfying you just feel so powerful it's so good. I mean, any <laughs> any leveling up sound that really like tweak all that good serotonin oh. section of your brain. You're but like, but oh. I, I just feel like Destiny in particular, for some reason, like their sound team is so fucking good. Like the 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 fucking kind of click noise that you hear when you like equip a new gun, mm. or like when you dismantle something and you break it down into parts. Everything just sounds so good. I. The Breath of the Wild sounds because Link's boots make such different noises all over different terrains and especially over mm. snow and all that stuff. You're like, or you're climbing on different surfaces and makes oh, different yeah. noises. Oh, yeah. You know, in games when you run across like a wooden bridge or like oh, a wooden floor, yeah. I love that noise. Yes. Yeah. Any foot on snow sounds. I love yeah. foot on snow. Foot uh, on snow. Yeah. The this last is of very that too. predictable for me, but I love when you throw a Pokeball at a Pokemon <laughs> and the sound that it makes, like when it's like, you know, jostling in the Pokeball. Yeah. Like that's just such an iconic sound for me that also gives me a lot of anxiety because I'm just frantically pressing the B button to like hope that it stays in the ball. But like that is a sound that will always stay with me, I think. Mm, that little like one. shaking sound. Last question from Jason Collins. I'm writing to answer a question that Ashley and Allegra asked in their beverage segment. Do you think anyone would drink Red Bull and Jägermeister? I'm here to report that people do indeed drink this concoction. This drink is called the Jäger Bomb. Stop hitting the table. Sorry. Oh my God. Okay, so just just we're gonna pre we're gonna stop this right here. Okay. So all all fucking week, Allegra and I have been getting added nonstop from people on Twitter being like, oh, you guys don't know what a Jaeger bomb is? Well, a Jaeger and Red Bull is called a Ye- And the, this is the thing. This is the thing that I DM'd Allegra about this morning. I was like, Allegra, I don't know about you, but I have personally zero recollection of us I ever talking about Red Bull and Jaeger on our segment. I mean, to be fair, we came back from the bar, so we were very drunk, so we so I asked Allegra, she doesn't remember either, because like both of us were like, we know what a Jaeger bomb is. Why are people adding us? And, I know. and then once we found out that like I guess that was a, like a line that maybe I said or Allegra said, it was probably me, who's like, oh, I can't imagine anyone who would want to drink. I think I meant just like, yeah, that sounds gross, because yeah, I know what a Jaeger bomb is. <laughs> also, I don't know why I would say it indicating that I didn't know what it was. Like, I went to college, I know what a fucking Jaeger bomb is. <laughs> Damn it! We literally were just talking about this before. Like, honestly, almost every day since that segment came out, people were like, um, it's called a Jaeger bomb. Excuse me. Like, I don't, literally, I do not remember what we said. I don't either. Because to give context for Beverage, we went to this amazing bar. Was this the one with Yoshi who wanted to be our Facebook friend? Yes, it was. (laughs) We met this wonderful man named Yoshi. He wanted to be our Facebook friend. We had many, many drinks. We were very drunk. We go back to my hotel room. We drink four different kinds of Coca-Cola, people, at one in the morning. Yeah. We don't remember anything we said. I really don't. Was this I in really Japan? Don't. It was in Japan. Oh, my God. It was to in be my quite tiny hotel room. I did not listen to that segment, and nor do I want to. Nor I know that anyone. it happened. 
I am too ashamed to even <laughs> think so there is about an actual question it. here. Uh, <laughs> my friends and I would often make up drinks for each other with whatever liquor and mixtures, mixers were on hand, and sometimes it would actually come up pretty good. Do any of you have a strange drink recipe that is better than it has any right to be? Ours was Soko, Coke, and Malibu because my friend's parents always had Soko and Malibu. I do have one of these, and it, it was at my moving to New York party, uh, and I walked in, and Bradley fucking Stafford hands me this drink and is like, drink this and let me know what you think of it. And I drink it and I'm like, this is actually really good. Thanks, Brad. He's like, guess what it is? I'm like, I I don't know. Like, tell me what it is. Fucking Rockstar and Chardonnay. Oh, what? And it was amazing. And I'm furious to this day that I enjoyed that drink. It was really good. And I don't know who I am anymore. What would possess you to combine those? Oh, that's really Being Bradley Stafford <laughs> and loving Rockstar more uh, than life. Rockstar is pretty good. Whoa! But it is my energy drink of choice. Yeah, the juice are very good. Yeah. Um, I we, we do this in my house a lot and have started calling it Chelsea's Fun Time Summer Beverage, which whatever it's whatever <laughs> is made up is like usually that's what we call it. So the best bad combination I've discovered is whiskey and orange soda. Actually, <gasps> I would drink that. It's good. Yeah. Because I like Fireball and ginger ale. That okay. creates like the best winter drink ever. Oh, the Rockstar uh, wine is called Rock Swine, by the way. Rock Swine? Yes, <laughs> it's called Rock Swine. I do know. I haven't tried it myself, though. I heard Coca Cola and wine was very good. Go people... die. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. What Apparently, kind of that's what people in Spain drink <laughs> quite who, often. Who was that French person that just put their head in the door and said, go die, and then ran out again? I don't know. Hey, what man, that was I didn't about. try it. I just heard about but it. But there's a. You can do like uh, the Colombian. Drinks a lot are like Coke mixed with beer, the Rafajo. Oh, it's very good. Actually, that could it's be super good. Okay. Why not? Why not? Wine ot. Wine ot. I don't. <laughs> wine ot otter. Fuck it. Well, Sorry. that's another episode of the Polygon Show. Uh, if you liked it, please uh, leave a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts. And better than anything, encourage a friend to also listen to it. And then tell them to make sure after they listen to it to tweet at us and tell us what a Jaeger bomb is. No, no, please. Never again. Please stop it, I'm please. sorry. I take it back. Just tell them to listen to it and have a good time and go stand out in the sun and like pet a dog and love themselves. Thank you so much, everyone, for who wrote in. And you can write in yourself by emailing polygonshow at polygon.com. And then you could get your questions read by me and then answered and be yelled at by the rest of us. You could be yelled at. Who doesn't want that? Thank you so much. And this has been The Polygon Show. <laughs> <laughs>